Hello, Namaste. I welcome you all to this session on Gurukula. Today we have with us Dr. Rashmi Manjana, who will be talking about stress management made easy. Dr. Rashmi Manjanath is the founder of Parivartan Ayur, Ayur Yoga Wellness Center. Let me explain a little bit of bio about Dr. Rashmi Manjanath. First of all, this session is brought to you by easyayurveda.com. I dedicate this and all of my work to the holy feet of Dr. H. Chandrasekhar Udupa. This class is made live uh, exclusively for weekly class subscribers of Easy Ayurveda. So cordial welcome to Dr. Dr. Rashmi Amman to Easy Ayurveda family. So to tell about a brief regarding uh, uh, Dr. Rashmi Manjanath, uh, her quali qualification is BAMS and then she has done her post-graduation in Kaumara Bhrutia, that is Ayurvedic Pediatrics. And then she has also done a post-graduation diploma in yoga therapy uh, for doctors. Then she is an Ayurveda practitioner. She has completed BAMS from Taranath Government Ayurvedic Medical College, Bellari and Doctor of Medicine that is post-graduation EMD in Kaumara Bhrutia from Alvas Ayurveda Medical College. She has treated many patients at Parivartan Ayuro Yoga Wellness Center, including those suffering from diabetes, psoriasis, autoimmune disorders, lifestyle disorders, etc. She specializes in Panchakarma therapy. Coming to yoga profile of Dr. Rashmi, she is a yoga practitioner for over 20 years now. She has completed yoga instructor course and a PhD diploma in yoga therapy from Swami Vivekananda Yoga Anandasandhan Samsthan, Bengaluru. She, expert, she has expertise in yoga, pranic healing, cupping therapy, neon, neonatal resuscitation, sound ball healing, and aerial yoga. She has trained over 5,000 yoga practitioners for the past 12 years at Parivartan Ayur Yoga Wellness Center. She has trained over 40 aspiring yoga trainers through their yoga teaching training course as a certified level one yoga protocol instructor through the yoga certification board under ministry of Ayush government of india she promotes practice practice of astanga yoga pranayama pranic healing and meditation she conducts free yoga sessions for cancer survivors since two years at act rec tata memorial hospital uh, kargar navi mumbai so we have today with us a dynamic personality who excels not only in Ayurveda and Panchakarma but also in yoga. I cordially welcome all the participants to this session and on behalf of us, all of us, I cordially welcome Dr. Rashmi Manjanath to this session. Good evening, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, before starting, so what I'm going to do today is a Parichaya, Prashamana and Parivartana. Parichaya is like introduction to a stress or uh, we can say just to understand where we are in this stress zone and second is uh, what are the coping st strategies or which coping strategy suits for me or suits my patient and next is parivartana after adopting those strategies and skills how i can change myself to a better version of myself so this is how i will i'm going to uh, do this presentation. Now, uh, I will tell you the definition. Stress is a non-specific, conventional, and phylogenetic basic response pattern. Okay, if I tell in this manner, maybe it will not be so conventional. So what I will do is give you one example. Imagine that you are sitting in an auditorium with a full of uh, audience, and suddenly a snake came in between. Okay just a snake came in between. So 
what is your immediate response for it? So somebody may jump, somebody may go away, somebody may run, somebody may just shock and still, and somebody may sit on the chair and somebody may call the snake catcher and do the needful for the situation. So everybody's, everybody's situation is, uh, situation is same, everybody's response is different, right? So everybody respond non-specific, everybody's response is not specific and it is more convenient if the person's upbringing is more of mixed with fear, lot of, um, you know, uh, stressful or uh, uh, maybe maybe uh, education is less or lots of financial issues are there or already the sattva is less then he may be shocked or who is whose sattva is more he may respond in a very different way that is means it's a conventional and phylogenetic it's very specific to the that person so it's a this is how the pattern comes out that means stress is a response to the situation. Here, the snake is a situation and your response to that snake is a stress. Okay, this has clarified that what is a stress. That means that your financial burden, your family burden, your environmental burden, your physiological burden is a situation. But how you react to that situation is a stress so stress come stress comes from inside it will not come from outside so if it comes from inside from us that means that can be changed right so stress is occurs when the pressure is uh, greater than the resource so this you might have noticed uh, many times so then after understanding what is stress, that let's move on to the sources of the stress. These are the main, main uh, four sources like environment, social stressors, and physiological, and the thoughts. Most common is like what if you analyze your day since morning to night, then environmental also becomes a major source of stress. And social stressors are deadlines problems, job interview, loss of loved ones, demands for your time and attention. These are a source for the stress. Then physiological sources are menopause, aging, lack of exercise, poor nutrition, inadequate sleep. To for, uh, if, if in yogic way, if I tell you, Chitta Rutti Nirodha is a yoga. So Chitta Ruttis are considered as an overthinking or a thought process, which is a source or where the stress starts out or where the reaction to the situation starts out. So this is a, the brain inter, interrupts the complex changes in your environment and the body determines when to start the emergency response. So what are the responses that you notice? See, uh, this is what happens, right? When you see the snake in the very silent auditorium, what first response is alertness and your heart, heart rate goes up and blood pressure goes up and you take a gasping breathing and muscle is tight and digestive system says, okay, no, this is a time to give an emergency response. Okay, I'll not digest my food. So eyes become widened and you start sweating. 
so this is a usual stress responses so i can say okay every day we don't find an um, state i so i'll switch the another example for you okay if you get up in the morning late and uh, you have a bus at 7 o'clock and you need a uh, 10 minutes to reach your bus stand but you have only 5 minutes in hand what you do you can't say oh i don't want to take stress i walk slowly you can't do that right so you'll run to catch the bus so when you start like when the body when the body starts determines when to turn the emergency response it start reacting to start the emergency response and what happens you run so the heart rate increase the blood pressure little bit and the muscle uh, tone with uh, differs and digestive saying you just you just had a breakfast but you have to run for the bus that that means digestive system is on hold for some time that's how uh, the stress response happens just imagine that this is what happens i'm just giving a simple example but there are many situations to the many situations you the stress response is the same but in a subtle way or it may be the intensity of the response will differ according to the situation but all this happens with each of our situations in the life okay that's i just explained this i just want to skip these slides because we have many things to cover whenever um yeah i'll just say if if, if any situations comes we will be having that two options uh, that is either fight with the situation either you fight with the snake or you will flight or you will run away so there are only two uh, responses that we can do fight or flight okay so this is how so external demanding situations like what i shared like finance pollution all these things and internal demanding situations like uh, you know uh, lots of ambition or confident uh, poor self esteem dealing with your goal dealing with your mindset those are all uh, internal demanding situation when external demanding situation and the internal demanding situations so they they are all want response from your body right that's how it uh, hit the multiple system at the same time so i have just given small example of uh, catching a bus but there are many many situation through which you are dealing maybe if you are working mother you may be dealing with a like you know how to balance work and life uh, guilt tour about your kids care if you are man you might be uh, dealing with like how to exchange uh, exchange a conversation between my boss uh, how can i complete my deadline so every every person's snake or a situation is different but how and and most important thing is if you are living that means the situations comes to you it's not like that it is going to end like student is also having um, who is graduating he is also having some of the other situations demanding situations so if you even if you get married even if you uh, you know got a dream job even if you get uh, all the things in your life still the situation will never end that you need to understand also you need to make the patience to understand like situations are going to come it's coming to me that means that is coming to you also so uh, if you understand that point then the management becomes so easy you know we can uh, we can just once you understand that okay this situation is 
is never going to end. I am responsible for my reaction. I am responsible for my thoughts, my reaction, and my happiness. If you take in that responsibility first, then it's very easy to manage. If you convince this point to your client, then it becomes very easy to deal with the diseases. Because most of lifestyle disorder or a psychosomatic disorder, the origin is this, you know. So origin is the stress. If you say, if you put the super duper medicines for your PCOD and uh, you give a good cardiac activity, but the patient is not recovering or patient is recovering for a time being, again, the PCOD is relapsing or autoimmune disorders like psoriasis extra relapsing. That means somewhere, some other thing is also responsible that you are not touching the stress part of the patient. Like if you don't address the source of the stress and if you don't give a coping strategy to your client, the situation may recur. So even though you are giving a very uh, good medicine appropriate to the prakriti, dosha, avastha, sthana, everything, but if the stress is not reduced, if the patient is not sleeping on time, if the patient is not taking food on time, then definitely it is going to recur. So it's addressing the stress is very, very important in each and every psychosomatic disorder. So what happens? Okay, we understood what is stress. We understood what exactly happens, the physical, physiological changes of what happens. But now we'll go deep into what the pathological changes that happen in the body when it goes unchecked, when we don't understand ourselves, when we don't do a swadhyaya of ourselves, where you are, where we are in the situation, then definitely it is going to affect our system in a in a long run. Like when the fight and the flight response continues unchecked during the times of a chronic stress, then it is going to affect the corticoids that means glucocorticoids are okay i'll just explain with this slide it's hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis uh, hpa axis uh, will start up the normal cricardian rhythm will be affected so the stress cricardian rhythm will activate thereby it activates the acth of the adrenal gland so uh there how the glucose which is readily uh, glucocorticoids uh, uh, starts up the gluconeogenesis thereby we get a glucose for our fight or flight response so when the flight and flight uh, flight or fight response is activated then what happens our immune system becomes altered and the net loss of amino acids starts up and the deamination of the proteins into amino acids because we need a glucose readily then the liver will also um, get affected in the long run. Then that's why we notice uh, lots of fatty liver cases nowadays. And free fat, fatty acid mobilization will start out. And the heart rate increases. So these are uh, short-term consequences. When this response, when the stress recording rhythm is again and again and again, when we do this, then what happens? You know, these are the short-term consequences that we notice in our patients. Sleep disturbances, back, shoulder, or neck pain, tension and migraine headaches, upset. Yeah, you might be noticed 
the all the symptoms in your patients but uh, we generalize it like telling them you don't take stress please you know so when we just generalize this statement what happens you know it's stress will not be addressed so patient thinks you what you know about us you just can say like don't take stress but you don't know about that mismatch will start up and will not get a result that we actually need uh, from the patient so addressing it and uh, bifurcating whether it is uh, it is uh, absolutely uh, with stress origin or uh, it is exactly related to the other situation other causes that bifurcation we need to make so this is the first phase when the body's response to the stress that is one is first is alarm phase resistance phase and the exhaustion phase these are the three phases that every uh, patient goes through alarm resistance and the exhaustion phase alarm phase is a first response resistance phase is a second and exhaustion is the third stage that we can uh, say first is alarm reaction second uh, resistance third is exhaustion so in alarm phase what happens region of the brain responsible for the higher mental function interrupts the nature of the event and sympathetic nervous system is triggered hypothalamus interrupts the body's needs for the more energy and triggers the pituitary gland to release the acetlh and acetlh acts on the adrenal gland to release the stress hormone cortisol epinephrine and the norepinephrine and these stress hormones trigger the muscles and the liver to release a glycogen into glucose so this all we understood the body's resources have to be prioritized the activities of the body that are important but are not urgent are put on hold such as a digestion that's why the first system to be affected in stress is next is a resistance phase when the body is actively trying to reverse the actions that transpired during the alarm phase and during the resistance phase of the body under control of the parasympathetic system like parasympathetic starts trying to control the situation it uh, tries to slow down your heart rate slide to uh, you know give the suggestions to speed and the bladder through the switching on to the normal circadian rhythm rather than the stress circadian rhythm the nervous system actively participate to bring it back to the normalcy but when we don't notice it or when we overuse uh, or when we avoid or see when if you know that my hypersensitivity is due to the lack of sleep but if you pop the if the hypersensitivity is due to the stress uh, but if you don't notice it and if you pop the pill for hypersensitivity but that means you are just temporarily uh, subsiding the system then but it is long run it is going to affect you there are any problems so the same with happens the resistance phase if you don't address in the resistance phase then the exhaustion phase is going to term exposure uh, to stressors or the can result in overload and the body is overtaxed there are no recovery periods and illness can result this is a depleted state that has been the result of an ineffective balance of alarm phase and the resistance phase so this is a picture that i want to give this is the first response that we get and if you uh, adopt some coping strategies that relaxation 
walking, jogging, or your favorite play or your favorite craft. We don't do that. If you don't adopt any one of the coping strategies, then what happens? You will land up in the exhaustion phase. That means a disease breakdown or a mental break breakdown. So it's very important first analyze us where we are. That's why I shared that form. See, um, if you're scoring in between, um, so total score is 40. That what uh, the form is there. So if you're scoring in between a 10 to 20, that means you're just in a first phase, that is fight or a flight. Or if you are in scoring in between a 20 to 30, that means you are trying to rigor yourself, but you need to work hard towards still you reverse your score to the zero. And if you are scoring above 30, that means you need a serious coping strategies. You need a one-to-one -one consultation with your healthcare provider. And you need to uh, seriously go through all those things for a really long term so that all your physiological and pathological changes come to the normalcy and you can uh, uh, reverse the disease. Okay. Emotional signs of uh, symptoms are uh, that we notice uh, depression, mood swings, memory problems, irritability, frustration that we all notice uh, in our patients, feeling out of control. And substance abuse starts from this. Next is a relaxation response. Herbert Benson suggests that you can use your mind to change your physiology for the better, improving your health, and perhaps reducing your need for the medication. He coined the term the relaxation response to refer this natural restorative process. So sleep is a one one of the uh, phase where we every day we undergo this restorative process. So so far uh, we understood like what is stress, sources, and how it is going to affect our physiology and how long run when we uh, don't check the stress what is going to happen. So somebody says the reaction to the situation. The situations are inevitable. Situations are going to come with our life. With different situations, with a different age, with a different uh, mindset, with a different ambition, we will come across many things. So what to do? Like usually our performance peaks when the stress level peaks, as just before the exam or just before finishing your deadlines. You know, our performance peaks at that time. But how many times it peaks or how many times your body can cope up to give that boost of work uh, for you. So what or what we can do then? Because without a stress, uh, without a demanding situation, without a gamification of our life, it will be boring to do. So what we can do to cope up and what are the coping strategies that we can adopt or that we can tell our patients to adopt so that we can uh, better handle our patients and give a quick result and lead them towards a symptom-free and a medicine-free life. We always think about uh, treatment-free, uh, sorry, uh, symptom-free, but we need to concentrate more on the uh, medicine-free part also. So when we manage the stress ineffectively, then automatically that we can make a patient a uh, medicine-free. So these are a uh, new stress. New stress and the distress. There are three types of stress that are 
explain. Um, like running for the bus, you no, know, uh, running to catch the bus is a eustress. That means you need to catch your bus. Definitely, you can't miss it. So you are running for that situation. That is a eustress. And but you are repeating the same mistake every day. Like you are getting up late, you are not keeping alarm, and you are keeping only five minutes, five minutes to go to the bus stand. You are doing this again and again and again. That you land up your you stress into the distress mood. You know, like when unexplained situation comes, and react reacting to that situation for one time is absolutely fine when we repeat the same mistake again and again and unnoticed then what happens it is land up in the distress so prioritizing the situations and your response is the first step in the coping strategies so all of you with me uh, till now um, okay these are our 10 principles of stress management so that dot what i really recommend to the patients but all are not needed for every patient. You can tailor made these uh, management for your patients. Uh, if uh, if it is just started, you can just give one or two strategies to manage the stress. If the patient is suffering too much of anxiety, depression, then you can give more than three or four strategies, and so that you can maintain everything. I will roughly go through it. First one is a breathing. What you know about a breathing? Whether ever you noticed uh, your emotions and your breathing are interconnected. Whether whether ever you noticed it, every emotion has its own breathing pattern. Yes, stress is a heavy breathing. Every breathing has, or every emotion has its own breathing pattern. Like uh, anger, you might have noticed. Yes, uh, definitely breathing balances the more, uh, body and mind. A uh, very nice thing. Breathe every emotion. Anger is having a fast breathing. When you are relaxed, you will be doing a slow breathing. Depression, breathing with irregular rhythm. You are excited. That means your breathing is fast, but the rhythm is. And uh, if, it's, if I can say anxiety, irregular rhythm but uh, it's a high high rate breathing rate is high but it's irregular rhythm so every emotion every emotion has its own breathing pattern most of the time we are not able to control our emotions because emotion is a bundle of thoughts when we repeat one thought for 100 times or 50 times that becomes an emotion okay so cut down an emotion, it's very big task. For a quickly, we can't disseminate or dissolve the emotion. That's why, but the key to change your emotion is a breathing. The beauty of a controlling your emotion is if you do a slow, rhythmic, and abdominal breathing. You might be knowing this. That's the simplest solution to control your emotion quickly. Can all of you do with me the uh, slow abdominal breathing, just keeping your right hand on your abdomen, keeping your straight, keeping correcting your posture, like 
uh, rotating your shoulder outer way like you know just rotate your shoulder and keep your back straight and keep your right hand on the abdomen and simply take a 30 seconds of slow abdominal breathing so what's your emotion you are having absolutely at least you might have your energies which are cluttered this is pounding of your energy instantly you tell the patient that just observe your breathing and do observe your breathing 10 times a day in a different situation just before your meal just talking before your husband just uh, talking before you uh, talking with the kids or your boss just observe your breathing and go for a situation if you tell that that itself solves the many of your problem uh, patient's problem second is uh, you can uh, give a breathing exercises so there are uh, many breathing exercises that uh, that are very easily available uh, hands in and out breathing hand stretch breathing uh, many of cases whenever the anxiety and depression case comes to me first thing i want i do is because sometimes they do open up their problems sometimes sometimes they don't open up the first thing but what i do is i'll tell my teacher to teach first a breathing exercise once they learn the breathing exercise this energy is will be combed energy channels will be combed then i'll talk to them see what happened to you. so that's how it starts so first one is that second is progressive relaxation technique uh, next is meditation self hypnosis thought stopping worry control coping skill training goal setting and time management job stress management nutrition and yoga these are the 10 coping skills see understanding the patient's problem whether the patient is overthinking whether the patient is having a less source in his job whether uh, the patient is struggling with the time management whether the patient is ha not having an adequate nutrition the patient is not able to control the worry you need to pinpoint your stress and give the specific management to particular to your client that is more important rather than generalizing the stress management skills so because all the patients can't do all the things so breathing is first basic thing that you need to keep for every every patient and after that the next coping so next next adopt one or two other techniques basically specifically uh, important for your client that you can go through selection of the technique symptom effectiveness and time to master so once you teach the specific technique then you need to monitor it like before and after that uh, how you will monitor them you can check with their uh, heart rate breathing rate and uh, you can check with uh, their uh, symptoms other symptoms and the sleep pattern and uh, panic attacks, anxiety attacks, you can score before and after, then uh, you can judge them about the symptom effects. And time to master. So consistency is the key. The minimum, each of the technique, the minimum they need to follow at least for 21 days. Then only the you'll get a, uh, some, some result in that. One or two days, they'll feel better. Once they stop, then again it will recover. They need to at least at least they need to master for uh, 21 days. So, so as I told, body awareness, Swadhyaya is a must, is the first step towards acknowledging and reducing stress. So first we need to understand, am I passing my stool 
right away when when i get up when I, when i get up and without any chai without any hot water i'm passing stool and i'm very fresh in the morning uh, when i get up i i don't have any baggage or my head is not heavy and i'm fully enthusiastic to do my work and i'm uh, i'm my i don't have any mood swing in the evening i'm not agitated frustrated uh, my self esteem is not low in the evening and uh, i'm getting a good appetite you know it's not a craving it's a appetite and on time like 8:30 1:30 7:30 like breakfast lunch and dinner and these are a rule of thumb to check your stress level uh, and in night i'm getting a sleep when i go to a bed i'm just sleeping in zephy like within a 30 seconds 1 minute i'm sleeping without any assistance that means your like it's a one way to assess your stress the five things that i told if any of the one thing is disturbed that means you are putting yourself i'm using you sorry but I, it's you refers to your patients uh, don't misunderstand and if i if you sit in the bathroom for a, more than 10 minutes it might not be just a crude coaster like crude coaster source bhi hame dhoondna hai and the crude coaster source ko hum pakad ke thoda ye techniques ko add karenge then anuloma ds and stress management technique together will work wonder and uh, all stimulation to the five senses from the outside world and internal awareness any physical sensation feeling emotional discomfort or a comfort inside our body that all things that you need to this is another one technique that i use focus your attention on the outside world outside world in the sense job family or workspace environment everything and shift your attention to your body and your physical sensations like how you are responding to your outside world from inside how the body is responding how your physical sensation what what is a funny example with you what will be your mood swing or what will be your things when you go to mother in law's house aap agar sasural jana hai to aapka kya ye rehta hai and when we want to go to your parents house so what what other what other changes that happen in your body you know that's a perfect example for the things you know hum outside world ko ke sath kaise hamare inside world kaise respond karte shuttle back forth back forth between the internal and the external awareness what is the situation outside how my body is responding what is situation outside how i am this is a gestalt exercise it's a wonderful exercise to do the swadhyaya how we can do the swadhyaya is the best exercise repeat number of times a day this exercise allows you separate and appreciate the real difference between inner and the outer worlds it's very important very important that uh, when you understand this point then you'll understand stress comes from me and i am responsible for my thoughts and my actions and my happiness who responsibility ye gestalt exercise se easier hai once you understand that it's very easy to alter your response because response is all yours so you are making every day what is scanning okay so once we observe your body discover the tense area it might be a neck muscle it might be a lower back it might be anything that uh, or your calf muscles if other uh, occupation stressful hai ki nahi wo janne ke liye you know just to 
quick analysis if you want to do. If you know many patients don't open up, keep I'm having a stress. First, uh, just touch the calf muscles of the patient, you know, as a part of your examination. If the calf muscles is too tight, that means a patient is in stress. This is a direct indication of a stress. Even you can touch your calf muscles now and observe how soft it is and how tight it is. So that will give you a uh, bare calculation of your stress. What you could do to change it? Okay, when you analyze if your neck muscles are tensed, your lower back is tense, and I'm reacting that way for each of my situations, then am I doing? I can change it. Am I capable of changing this? So if you do that, okay, I'm going to change myself. I want to react in a different way. I want to react to the situation in a very calm and peaceful way. I don't want my body to get affected by this. This complete the gestalt exercise. Internal and uh, external and internal focus, body scanning and letting go. So these are the three steps that you can give to your client. Or you can just simply record a voice message and send to them to do this exercise. So that also works. Nice. Stress awareness diary that you can tell your patients to check how many times you are reacting in a different way to your different demanding situation. And you can give recommend any relaxation exercise so that the patient will come to know that relaxation exercise really works for me. So to record uh, uh, before and after is necessary so that the patient will realize that relaxation exercise is really benefiting me that I need to continue for a minimum 21 days. The breathing that we discussed, deep breathing uh, helps and the deep uh, progressive relaxation technique that you will get it in the uh, net. Uh, each muscle group from uh, head to toe, you need to just scan your body Tighten your uh, you know, tense your muscles for five to seven seconds and release them for 20 to 30 seconds. Group of muscles like from head to toe and let go the tension, calm and rested. Each and every muscles like foot, calf muscle, thigh muscles, like individual group muscles, you'll tense it, you'll release it. You'll tense it, you'll release it. And when you do it on a repeatedly, then it gives a wonderful relaxation your client so at least one or two weeks is must 15 minutes session the progressive muscular uh, relaxation technique hardly uh, gives you 15 minutes per day if you practice this you will uh, you get a very 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 good result if you um pv sindhu she mentioned uh, like i practice every the progressive muscular relaxation technique to let go my tensions in in my body and uh, my emotional body so she mentioned about this technique that she follows to make herself fit next is a uh, meditation part uh, you might be knowing it uh, meditation see how many of you know about the meditation i just want to give a quick clarity in one line meditation we can't do meditation meditation happens that means dharana dhyana samadhi dharana we can do that that's like we are doing that's a karma once we go on doing dharana dhyana happens dhyana is not something that we can do it's not a karma that we do it automatically happens 
तो जब हम वर्शिप करते हैं दैट्स ऑल्सो धारण बट इट्स नॉट अ ध्यान सो धारण में सब्जेक्ट एंड ऑब्जेक्ट दोनों रहेंगे ध्यान में ओनली ऑब्जेक्ट रहता है एंड समाधि में इन समाधि नथिंग विल बी सेयर सब्जेक्ट एंड ऑब्जेक्ट ऑब्जेक्ट एंड नथिंग सो गोइंग टुवर्ड्स नथिंगनेस अव्यक्त इज अ समाधि सो दिस इज अ स्टेज दैट वी डू बट फर्स्ट फर्स्ट यू टेल योर पेशेंट्स टू डू द धारण सो दैट वी कैन गो slowly slowly into a meditative phase phase uh, one tip don't give a meditation for a depression patient don't advise don't advise a meditation for a depression case because meditation is a repeating the same thought so if you uh, tell the depression patient to meditate that means repeating one thought or a single on a single object they may repeat on their negative thoughts only they may meditate on negative thoughts so initial period we don't tell them you know whenever in general what we say okay depression hai so thoda meditation kiya karo we tell them but don't give give them a high, uh, high cardio exercises followed by the progressive muscular relaxation rather than telling them to close the eyes and uh, meditate pre basic meditation mantra meditation sitting and the breathing counting meditation these are a simple meditation that we can adopt <coughs> mindfulness and uh, present moment awareness so and um, eating meditation uh, walking meditation so these are all mindfulness technique when we are conscious about each and everything that we do from a uh, morning to night that gives a lots of lots of benefits it's not just only to uh, stress reduction it's helpful for our growth and the productivity in our career and in our family it gives us a emotional attachment to with our family nowadays we are physically present but emotionally detached from our kids we are feeding a good food but emotional connection is not there with the kids and the spouse so it's very important uh, you know being mindful being in a present moment uh, not just thinking about our memories and the past things not just planning about every day about the future being in a present moment consciousness and mindfulness about every day what you are doing it it's just changes you and before you know scolding someone before letting out your frustration you will be much aware of like when you practice this that will not happen so next is a job stress management this is a very big topic in the same like if any of your client uh, is suffering with a job stress then uh, i suggest ki you need to give a job stress management uh, questionnaire so that whether uh, which area in in which area the job is stressful whether you are not able to control you are not you, you have a information gap that's why you are getting stress the or uh, you are cause and effect some changes in the policy that is giving you a stress or a conflict between uh, your own inner self and what you are doing job like somebody wants uh, want to like you know do the play badminton but if you are giving a desk job there the conflict occurs so you need to understand in which area the patient is stressful in 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 job also then it helps you clear the block in the job stress then you can able to give a strategy blocked career that means there is no growth and overloaded underload underload sometimes in a government job 
there is nothing to do that also makes them people to feel stressed and the environment everything is okay but toxic it sector is making more stressful that means you need to work on it how you can do and value conflict that means you have a high values like you know i don't want to cheat i don't want to steal but your job is like something like you are doing that also gives you a stress so when you first you need to identify your uh, patient's job stressor and feelings how the patient is reacting how his thoughts and how he is here his behavior so when he identifies it then it becomes very uh, easy to change change the external stressor change your thoughts change physically this is how we can respond okay goal setting it's a very um, everyone talks about it so i just don't want to do this yeah. this is very important <laughs> good stress reducer humor we are missing that in our life release a uh, muscular tension pumps the endorphins into the blood stream just i want you to recall when you laughed last time to full stomach matlab aap pet bhar ke kab hansa tha last time nowadays people laugh at only kapil sharma so show other than that um, people don't laugh so but i want just do at least once with your kids in the everyday situation ask them what has happening at your school and you can laugh together for any silly situation you know that makes the environment light and your kids also makes feels comfortable okay mummy is also silly you know she is not so serious what how you know see change lifestyle management so what are the things that major covers in the lifestyle lifestyle nowadays the lifestyle coaches are more so they talk about ayurveda they are completely sometimes very good life coach gives a very good information about ayurveda but most of the times i am seeing in instagram and facebook it's like overused or wrongly used about ayurveda so just i think ayurveda people has to now talk about ayurveda then i think other people will stop talking so that it can be conveyed to the general public in a proper manner first first and foremost diet exercise and the sleep so these three things comes under the lifestyle changes so diet prakriti based diet so i uh, prakriti seasonal traditional food steed uh, seasonal traditional prakriti based food exercise 45 minutes uh, that what i recommend or uh, four four days a week uh, definitely and uh, sleep you all know 6 to 7 hours of sleep but uh, the quality of sleep also you need to check uh, with the patient can give a coping strategies like bhamari yoga nidra and applying the oil on the foot and uh, uh, checking their thought throughout the day and stress management diary that will helps for the cope up with the sleep along with our shirohara and other medicines yeah just this this is a take away message rest relax and sleep so sleep is a one that we are compromising every day if you are going uh, trip sleep is compromised if you have a meeting sleep If you want to watch a tv if you want to anything the sleep is something that we always give a nowadays we give a importance to the nutrition like you know protein go yes everything is more in hype but uh, sleep is something that everyone is missing so just give a importance to the sleep it's very 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 needed for us also and our patients also so this thought uh, i want to 
conclude my session is a pill dissolving in your stomach more effective than a healing thought dissolving in your mind which one is uh, more effective we need to ponder on this sometimes we just need a 20% of mindset sorry 20% of a skill set 80% of the mindset so to make a mindset if you are if you if you want to you made your mind like i want to make prepare biryani today it becomes very easy like you pick in 20 minutes but if you want to do like you prepare for upma if someone tells you to do the biryani even though you have a skill of both it becomes very hard for you to prepare a biryani when you are in a mindset of a upma so so work on yourself on a everyday basis it's very very important like we need to prepare ourselves it's not just for a patients for us thank you thank you so much sir for this wonderful opportunity uh thank you madam for a, a mind opening uh, session on stress and various aspects of it thank you thank you everyone thank you dr rashmi uh, see you in the next session namaste